Welcome to the Feel Better, Be Better show. Today, Kate and Nevada will answer your questions and introduce new topics designed to help feel better and be better. These are raw conversations, but they will make a difference. All right, let's see here. So we just had some little discussion over what? Again, the world. Yeah. Yeah, financial financial collapse. Financial ruins of the world. Yeah, how you basically just should have just burned your money up that you got your check. You should have just set it on fire. Pretty much. Yeah. No, we went over what? The, the recap of your... IRA or yes. 401k to IRA transfer setup. Yeah. What happened after I got the money? Yeah. And you get to buy stocks on your and own. I got to buy stuff. Yeah. Buy stuff. <laughs> I got to do stuff. Yeah. They let me buy stuff. They let me buy stuff. Yeah. That was a good line. <laughs> so, anyway, enjoy the show. What's our next topic? Financial uh, stuff. We're doing Retirement. financial stuff. Yeah. Retirement follow up. No. Perfect. Okay. As Kate just said, yeah, we're doing. Retirement follow-up. Oh, I didn't know we were just going to add that in and go here. No, now we're going. Okay. Right away. You want to restart? Fine. Okay, so let's do some financial follow-up because mm-hmm. you have been working on your 401k IRA rollover craziness. They let me buy things. I always let you buy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> they let me click a button. How many places? Click a button and buy stuff. How many places do you go to where you're like, I want that and have money? And they're like, ooh, no, we're not doing that one. Oh, it was a lot easier than I thought it would be. Yeah, that's why we're going to go over it. So, I mean, I think, I, think we, I think we just owe it to be going over the process. Because, I mean, before it was a little more, here's why you should. Now you can be like, here's how it went. Here's how it went. Yep. So, let's see here. First thing. So you, you, your place didn't really allow you to just like, hey, yeah, just give it over to them. No, I had to call them yeah. and they had to issue me a check. Well, well actually, you, I had to go online and then I had to fill some stuff out and verify some stuff. And then they issued me a check and then I could put the check in my account, even though they made it out to where I was putting it mm-hmm. with my name also on there. I had to put it in the account myself. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, just so we're sure, that can get people in trouble. I mean, you have a certain amount of days. I think it's 60, if I remember, maybe 90. Um, I would look it up. I mean, they change them. Yeah, but it was super easy because, like I said, the check came in the mail. The waiting on it was the longest part. And then when I got it, you basically mobile deposited it through the app that they had, just like you can when you mobile deposit checks in your bank. Nice. I was a little worried with the amount, like there would be like a cap or something because sometimes your banks are, but they let it go through. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I have they, a ton of money in my retirement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Never. It's never enough. Doesn't matter what the number is. It's never enough. Um, the way I said it, means like, don't worry, people. It's not like two hundred thousand dollars or something like that. Yeah. It's only like one ninety five. <laughs> the um, <laughs> small potatoes. No. <laughs> no, but anyway, I mean, yeah, there are plenty of places that make it feel kind of difficult to get your money out yeah um so don't be surprised when you run into that you just gotta kind of fight through the issues on it now your place decided to send you a couple checks though yeah (laughs) sorry (laughs) even i laughed at that one when you're like yeah they sent me my check and then they sent me one for like 80 some cents and i'm like what yeah i got the full check and then a couple days later later i got a check for like 80 cents i'm like okay they must have calculated something wrong but that's stupid like if it's less than a dollar, why are you sending it to me? But whatever. Well, it's your money. I know. But whatever. So I had to deposit both of them in there. And then like three weeks later, they sent me another check in the mail for 41 cents. I'm like, what am I supposed to do with this? 
I mean, just a deposit in my account. I mean, it could be worse. I mean, I could be like, hey, we need that money back. <laughs> nope, already spent it. It's already in the stock market. You can't have it. So, anyway, so you, if you do a rollover and they do put it in your name and you do deposit it in your account, they will send you a 1099 on that because as far as wherever you take it out from, you can tell them you're going to do whatever. They're required to say, no, I paid it to you. So they're going to send you a 1099. You're, they're going to report it that you got to give them money. So it's on you to make sure that you follow the rules on the other stuff. So if you go and you de deposit it somewhere else, which is what you should do, you know, as tax deferred asset or whatever like that, since it is all tax deferred, then the other company will get you also a form that tells you how much you contributed. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it'll you'll end up having to report both sides out on your tax return and you'll it should wash out because we're allowed to roll over. If you're able to get the company to send it direct, then the 1099 will reflect a code that says that it was a direct rollover. That's the beauty part if you can get them to do it direct. Yeah. So I, I think if I remember correctly on that one, I not everyone not every place will do that do this, but if you, if you can get the place that you're, I'm gonna put it in with this company. If you can get them to go get it from your other company then they'll, everything will just walk through. But if you try to go to them, they'll almost always want to pay you. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of... Yeah, mine just, wouldn't do it. They said, go to your company. I was like, okay. Yeah. So we went the long way around. But, I mean, it really wasn't that bad. Um, the hardest thing was there was some form I had to fill out that I had to go hunt down on the website, but the people I was taking my money from were really great about helping me find it. So. Well, they kind of have to be because it is your money. Well, yeah, but I mean, they very much could have been like, oh, we'll just go find this form. But like, I mean, he was like, here's all the steps. If you have any problems, give me a call. Like, we'll walk through it, whatever. And it was, it was fine. Well, it reminds me a lot of a conversation I had with somebody this week about investing stuff where they were telling me that, oh, no, we can only do like this stuff. And I'm like, I'm sorry, are you telling me the way that I, the only way, the way I have to be able to invest my own money with you? And it was really interesting because you could see them really sit back really quickly. Like, I mean, no, you know, I mean, like that same thing. If your company that you're with starts giving you the runaround, there's a couple lines I like to tell people on that one. One is, you know, I don't work at your company, so I don't know all the different policies, procedures, and forms that need to be made out. So if you would please help me out on which ones I need. Because unfortunately, we get in this whole thing where they live in that world. Mm -hmm. So all their forms and all their procedures and all their policies is what they, is what they do all day. But for the outsider looking in, you don't even know if you're calling the right number. Yeah. <laughs> Let alone what steps that they need to be in. And that disconnect can be a real hard problem because you're calling trying to get your money that, well, you need to fill out your DPS report. Which is a joke you don't know because it's coming from a movie that's awesome that you haven't seen. But anyway. What movie is that? Office Space. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so you got to fill out all these different forms to them it's second hand they can't believe you don't know it it's a lot like dealing with um some of the county stuff you dealt with or they always oh yeah you just need this form and you're like oh really where's that form oh it's just in this department and you're like okay where's that department at oh it's right over there you know what i mean it's just one of those things where you're like i don't know your world i need you to help me please help guide me through it yeah and that's so you got to kind of there's certain things you, you gotta you gotta stop pause and be calm about it and basically be able to just say look i'm sorry I don't know your processes. I don't know your requirements. Mm -hmm. Can you please help me get it to where I can get my money? 
and then you, I'd, I'd really stick to my money. And if you really run into problems, ask for a supervisor, try to be calm and just be like, look, I just need to know what I can do to get my money in my, in the way I want to do it. Because it is ultimately your money. Mm -hmm. But as soon as you get upset, people get defensive. No. Yeah. Anyway. I, I know we live in a world where it's like, get upset as often as you can. Because that's when we get people to do things. But mm -hmm. it there is a little bit of that whole, get more flies with honey, which I don't know why anybody would want more flies. But you know, the, you know. You catch more flies with honey. Whatever it is. So you can get rid of them. Yeah, but who wants more flies? You contain them and then they're not in your face. Okay. So I'll just go with less flies. Okay. Whatever. Sure. Anyway, got my money. Sure. Put it in my account. Smoothly went in there. So then it's great. It's all just sitting there. Yep. And we talked about, okay, well, what are we going to do with it? And I made like 50 bucks and just sitting there for like a, a week or two. Hey, that was fun. When you said, you're like, what is this stuff? And I'm like, that's interest. You made money. Well, I didn't even buy anything. I'm like, yeah, they put it in a money market fund instead of full account. <laughs> I just loved it because you were like, like, hey, I made something. They just gave me money. And I'm like, they didn't get, mm, you earned interest. Well, I figured it was just sitting and holding and didn't go into anything that would get interest or anything because sure. I figured it would just sit there until I bought something with it. I didn't realize it was it went into like a little special account that like got something back. It's a valid <laughs> thing. Actually, they kind of, I, I think they kind of got away in trouble with it, but I mean, I think, I don't know if they got in trouble, trouble, but they had more people that were just like, well, why didn't you put it in something that would earn something? So now I think for the most part, most of the investment groups automatically put idle funds into a money market account. I mean, unless you probably specify. It makes sense. But I don't even know what else they would put it in if you specified. I mean, it's not like they have deposits like banks do. I don't know. Of course, most of them are banks. Uh, yeah. Anyway, going on from there. So then the whole journey became, what are we going to do? <laughs> <laughs> what am I going to do with this? I think that was my favorite. Is like, so what do you want to do with that? And you're like, um, that's your department. I know. It's like, <laughs> what are my options, sir? And like, well, what do you want? And I'm like, I don't know. Give me my options. What options do I have? Well, so I, I think you, you can, more... You laid it out. I think I had, like, three different options I could do. Well, I, I mean, we first kind of talked. It was like, I assume you want to do something, like, you know, more aggressive since you're younger. I assume you want um, less work on it. You know, mm -hmm. what can you do that you can kind of set and forget it type stuff. Yeah. Um, and, and just more give you less prone to error of buying the wrong thing at the right time or whatever. And, or have and, to keep up with it like every day, exactly. Like, stuff. So we, we I kind of narrowed you down that, and then I gave you like three options. I'm like, okay, if you're gonna do that, I would either do something like this or something like this, or something like this. So in your case, I think it was one like well, we could buy you a straight up bond fund and like a couple indexes or ETFs or whatever, and you could just set them to reinvest, and then you just percentage them out and buy them and go, and then you don't all oh, you don't really have to do anything. You just check yeah. every now and then um of course if you had more money you have to continue to do whatever you're going to do there and you didn't have a problem with that one and i said you could get really specific and buy you know some individual stocks and individual bonds are really hard even bond funds are really tough because they have a lot of minimums and stuff like that but i mean you can kind of find other ways to you know try to diversify you a little bit mm -hmm. um and i gave you one in the middle and yeah. you chose the one in the middle, which I mean, yeah, that's because you just were like, okay, well, you kind of put these two on the extreme, so I'm gonna go right in the middle, I'm sure. No, that was not my reasoning. My reasoning was that I wanted most of it to be in something that 
I didn't have to check all the time and I knew that it was going to be safe because I don't have a lot of experience in this. I don't know what I'm looking for. I don't know the ups and downs and I don't have the time to keep track of it all the time. But I was like, at the same time, I want to learn. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to put the bulk of it over here and I'm going to take, I think what we do 10%. Yep off to the side over here and that's the one that we're gonna buy some other different stocks and ETFs and stuff like that and we're just gonna we're gonna see what happens with them mm -hmm. and we'll be able to move it around buy some different ones buy some more as they kind of grow and move around and do different things well that's kind of fun so I mean yeah we did the 10% it gave us a dollar number mm -hmm. dollar number I was like well okay we probably want to if we're gonna do a position we probably want it to be of this much at least and we bought you like I think it was seven eight different positions I think seven I think seven and and so I kind of was like, yeah, if you're going to do them in what you're looking for, again, this is so de determinative of what each person is, but we talked about it. And I was like, so I would probably buy, like, these, like, seven companies. Yeah, because we talked about the difference between the high-growing ones or the dividend ones and, like, mm -hmm. ETFs versus stocks and all the different things. And we kind of came up with a game plan of, like, okay, what do you kind of want that to look like? What are the pros and cons of each of that? And that's where we kind of made the decision from there. And then I gave you the, you actually bought some individual stock, individual companies. Yep. And so I, I did think it was kind of funny because I think, I mean, there were a couple of those. You're like, okay, seriously, what is this? Yeah. And and then there were a couple of them. You're like, oh, yeah, I know that company. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I do kind of try to do a mix in there of like, these are something that you would never thought about or something like that. And these are ones that you would know. Yeah. And so. then let me just click the button and buy them. <laughs> I have to like do anything. Sorry, I put my amount in, click the button, and I bought them. I know. And now they're in my account. I was saying, that day when you're like, all right, let's go buy some of them now, and you're like, okay, all right, what do I do? And I mean, you get to see in your eyes of like, okay, do I have to like get a license? Do I have to like apply for a thing? And I'm like, no, you go in the search thing, you put in those initials, and then you click on it and hit buy. <laughs> and you were just like, you have to put how many you want. Well, that's true. And then you just kind of turned, you're like, is that it? And I'm like, yeah, you well, like own you that said now. with like the bonds, the bond funds, you have Minimums. a minimum. So it was yeah. a really hard time finding like the one that I wanted with the right minimum for what I had. Yeah. So it was a struggle looking at that. But then when you go into the stocks, it's like, nope, this one's like 10 bucks. This one's 16 bucks. You could buy one, you could buy a hundred. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. It's whatever you're feeling like. And so it was just a whole different, whole different concept. Yep. Yeah. That's so, yeah, it, it's a different deal. But I mean, overall, I would say I bet it was more intimidating than it ended up being. Oh yeah. And yeah. then of course after again it it's really scary you get into the fact that there's thousands of companies and there's thousands of funds and there's you know whatever there's all kinds of ETFs and indices and all that kind of stuff and everything. So being able to have somebody to talk to of like well what do we want to do here? Mm -hmm. I'm sure that helped quite a bit. Did. But once you kind of get it narrowed down and you're able to kind of, all right, let's go this way or whatever, yeah, then it's pretty easy. Yeah, when you start explaining the different numbers underneath each stock yeah. and what they mean, so I can kind of start to look at that and be like, oh, yeah, so if it's doing this or it means this, like, what does that mean for me? And, like, what am I paying attention to? So we talked about some of that. Um, I think it's also interesting I want to hit on, we bought the bond part and the individual stocks first and we've delayed buying the index mm -hmm. you want to go into reasons kind of why so <laughs> you can explain that better <laughs> well i mean that's one that i mean i even explained it to you i mean it is a i mean you never know i mean the market 
You have no idea. Mm -hmm. I mean, you really don't. Um, but there's some factors right now that are in play. That, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of things that are saying that times could be tough in the in the in the stock market. Mm -hmm. um, and there's a lot of there's a lot of news things in the stock market that may not may not affect um, what they call it the local market. Wall Street versus I can't remember the word. Anyway, um, so I mean things can happen in the market and people are like, oh my God, it's going to be a horrible recession. But the corporations and the businesses are still humming along and they're still employing people and people don't really feel it. Mm -hmm. um, then you can have the exact opposite, which is what we pretty much have had for a very long time now where the stock market has done great and you know everybody else is struggling because wages aren't keeping up, expenses are going up, inflation's hitting. So I mean, it's even harder and harder and harder for you to be able to make ends meet with your salary. Mm -hmm. So that kind of shows you that they're not always correlated. So as of right now, there's some things, there's some competing issues. There's things in the stock market that's screaming that there could be some danger zones in the future, which is, I mean, everybody acts like, you know, I'm trying to beat Nostradamus here and predict something. I mean, guess what? There will be a downturn. <laughs> And it's gonna happen yeah. and after that no the world isn't gonna end the financial world isn't gonna end you're not gonna get completely wiped out unless you just wait till the bottom and sell but and then there, so there will be an up again later most time there's way more ups than there are downs um usually the ups are not as severe and the downs are severe so i mean that's kind of what you're doing it, it's always that thing you can look back and be like oh man if i bought here and sold here <laughs> only you had that magic you know that magic ball crystal mm -hmm. ball so we're just kind of holding on your index because we think that maybe things might go south kind of looking out for maybe a day where it, the, the where the market does drop mm -hmm. and i'm you know i'll call you and be like oh let's pick up so much you know or whatever 20 20 25 or something like that and just see if we can kind of catch you at certain good prices um, and somebody can say, well, what about the individual stocks? Why wouldn't you do that there? And, yeah, I mean, you just never know what they're going to announce. You never know really when it might be a good time. Yeah. Well, and some of the ones we did were more established stocks, companies well, that, you know. Ultimately, with your play may money. May not fluctuate as much. Yeah. Well, ultimately, with your play money, your 10% there, um, you kind of like the idea I have where I want to build up a, a dividend fun where mm -hmm. I mean basically I have companies multiple ones I'm doing that pay out regular dividends that have been known to do dividends and what can I do to maybe can I maybe get to the point where maybe my dividend income is equal to something that I really like and I'm then equated to a monthly basis or something like that even though they usually pay quarterly but you know if you find enough that pay in April and then enough to pay in May and enough to pay in June even they pay quarterly you're still basically getting paid every single month mm -hmm. um I mean, you could try to work it that way. It could be really tough, but I mean, you could find a way to make it happen. Mm -hmm. uh, so you wanted to do dividend ones. So that's the other key of buying some of your individual stocks. You want to be able to hit those ex-dividend dates. So, I mean, if you're gonna buy those, you're buying them. They, those stocks typically be are a little less volatile. So they're almost good if you buy them before a down market because they'll go ahead and buy the stocks that pay the dividends because the dividends will give them a return. Yeah, the, the, the stock may actually lose some value, but if you're getting that dividend, you're at least breaking even. Right? If you have a company that doesn't do a dividend and the market turns, you just have down. Mm -hmm. Now, typically the ones that 
far more growth stocks that are trying to invest their money tend to outperform on the yield of the value of the stock more than others. That's the whole concept. And usually dividend companies like your Procter & Gamble, your Unilevers, your, your stuff like that, they may see some overall gains, but it's usually not near as severe as the ones that don't pay dividends. You got to kind of a mix with them of gains and dividends. Then you have ones that pay high yield dividends that yeah, they can go up and down quite a bit because people obviously have them as a high yield because they don't expect the dividend to hold or the stock to hold. Mm -hmm. So that's where your risk is on those. Yeah, lots of things to think about. Lots Just within the individual stocks. Yeah, well, the individual stocks get kind of crazy because mm -hmm. I mean, there's literally thousands of companies. Yeah. So. Yeah, it can be overwhelming. It's just nice having somebody who kind of knew what they were doing to help show me how, how to do some things. Well, I think you kind of, I mean, we talked about investing before and you kind of like, I think you like the idea of what I'm doing in my portfolio. So, mm -hmm. I mean, you in a way you're kind of starting out, testing that out. Yeah. And you, I mean, here we are. I mean, it's been a week or two. How long has it been? I don't know. About that. Have you checked your account? No. Oh. <laughs> I should yeah. probably do that. You got paid some dividends, by the way. I did? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I think you might have hit. I didn't think we bought any that were that close to being paid out. Yeah, maybe not. Some of the stocks you bought did do a payout. Oh, okay. And I think you hit a, I think you hit a couple of ex-dividend dates. You might not have gotten paid yet. Again, those are all terms. And I mean, there's a lot of people get really run over by all the terms. So if you pull up like a stock on one of those things and it has, you know, the P.E. ratio in the ex-dividend date and the actual dividend pay on the yield and all that kind of stuff and it just run the world with all this craziness i mean you can start just googling the different terms and they will tell you what they are i mean once you kind of are in it for a little while you just see them and you see them and you just know them so i mean it's you you've almost got the point where you're telling me oh there's that that means this you know i mean it doesn't take long yeah especially once you're or you explain it and you're like oh okay i get it yeah so yeah it's it's so much different when you're yeah. That's why I love the fact of like buying younger kids. I mean, younger kids, I mean, like at least eight or nine, at least let them get a little bit into the world mm -hmm. um, stocks and, but individual stocks because mm -hmm. it makes more sense. It's a lot harder to explain to them the Dow or the S&P 500. But I mean, you can, you can explain to a kid McDonald's mm -hmm. and you can explain to a kid, you know, Costco or Walmart all have stocks that you can buy. All of them are fairly steady stocks. And a lot of those, I, mean, I think all of those actually pay dividends. I mean, I, I don't think I've ever bought any of those. Ooh, I should buy Costco, I really like them. I mean, it's one of the stocks that I actually pay attention to. I mean, they've, they've been a very good performer. They pay a very small dividend, but they do pay a dividend. Um, That's a really good company. Well, the interesting thing about them is they're their revenue margin I mean, again i'm now I'm like doing stock advice but um the revenue margin is is very uh steady on the fact that they get their memberships mm -hmm. so i mean on most of the retail sales you're kind of worried about you know like your walmart your targets and your stuff like that you're really worried about what they're doing to be able to make the sales that they're doing yes or no like target had that big blow up with the thing they did with anakins and stuff and everything i don't remember the exact story but they were their sales were down because people were mad at them for whatever and of course walmart's got plenty of them with their labor practices and stuff like that so i mean there's been plenty of negatives on them of course those, those companies are still they're profitable they know how to make money mm -hmm. so their stocks have done fairly decent um i guess it depends on what you consider good or bad uh 
but Costco, one of the major drivers of them that flattens out their revenue a little bit is that membership. So, I mean, it's an interesting stock and the fact that there's, it hasn't really swung a lot, not a whole lot of ups and downs, but it's been a pretty steady performer. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, it is actually one I pay attention to. But just like me, I usually, I usually buy at the wrong time and, and then usually sell at the wrong time too, just like everybody else knows. So, but of course, let's make sure we get that straight. Unless you absolutely fall bass backwards into buying at the right time, good luck. Because nobody likes trying to catch a falling knife. And that's what you're doing. I mean, you're, you're wanna be able to buy at the bottom. Well, if you're seeing something go down, 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 how in the world are you gonna go, you know what? This is the day I'm gonna buy it. I mean, it's just, it's really hard. Mm-hmm. So the chance of that is pretty hard and it really goes against our nature. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, and then you get the flip side. If you have something that's going up, 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 and it seems like it's doing great, new high, new high, new high, new high, you're selling that stock? Are you really selling that stock? I mean, it just keeps going up. I mean, it's really hard to push the sell button. So, I mean, both of those are very much fighting your nature on what you're doing there. I mean, I have one stock that I bought that has been a, a huge flyer for me, and I have sold it multiple times. And guess what? I've never sold it at the peak because it's still up from the last one I sold at. So, I mean, I was like, oh, wow, it's up today, like 23%. I'm going to go sell some. And then the next day it went up another five. And the next day it went up another six. It was just nuts. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I just sit back and I'm like, no, I really made money on this stock. I'm, I, I got lucky. I buy plenty of them. Occasionally I hit one that's good. I have other ones that completely lost almost all their value. So, I mean, it's it's trade-off. Mm-hmm. Um that you're never going to hit the peak. Well, mainly because there's probably, unless the company goes out of business, you don't know when the peak is. The peak could still be coming. Mm-hmm. On top of that, you got inflation. So, I mean, the value of it is now, even though it dollar is higher, you know, even the dollar amount is higher, but it's only $10 from 20 years ago. Is that good? I mean, because I, it, the inflation went up, so I mean, you may not even be beating inflation on that. So I mean, it is, eh, it's a tough thing on that one. So I mean, you may, it may not feel as much as when you bought it. So yeah, investing's, investing's a weird animal. I mean, but I, I just, it, it, I, you've now bought individual stocks. You've traded over your IRA, your four hundred one k into an IRA. Yep. You now know what some of the actual words mean. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. <laughs> you got you own ETS and bond funds, mutual funds, and all that kind of stuff, and you bought them yourself. So I mean, you, I mean, that's a I huge, did it. <laughs> that's a huge jump into the pool on that one. Yeah, I did it. Of course, there's plenty of people that tell me that you should never tell people how to do that, but I mean, it's it's, it's your money. I, I I I almost feel worse telling somebody to go to somebody else. It's just going to be like, okay, I'll take your money and I'll do whatever I do with it, and you won't even know what's going on. I don't know which one's better. Yeah. Granted, they're a professional. True, but I mean, the best you could, I mean, it's different telling someone how to do it and telling someone, okay, here's what your options are and here's how it works. Hmm? And letting them do the research and do it for themselves. True. So, I feel like those are different. Yeah. Well, I mean, but there's, there's plenty of them. I mean, just act like you just can't do it without knowing what's going on. But I mean, even, but it's hilarious when they tell you, I'm like, yeah, we're going to charge you a fee and we'll, all we're going to try to do is try to make sure that we basically match the market. And you're like, huh? Or 
we try to beat the market by one or two percentage points. And you're like, okay, well, that's what you're charging me. So basically I'm gonna do the market. Well, I, I can buy this market for almost no fee. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't know. I, I like feeling like I have a little more control, a little bit more understanding of what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. That's just me. And that's why I kind of instructed you to do it. You seem to have latched onto it like I did, where it's like, no, I like this because I know what it is. Yeah. I can go in and look whatever I want. It's no longer like this mysterious 401k number. Like, oh, it went up. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know that. They'll be like, here's your balance. No. Okay. Here's what you put in this month. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Because it's, it's, you're so detached from it mm -hmm. that it doesn't almost, it almost doesn't mean anything to you. Yeah, pretty much. So, yeah, I think that was my favorite. Like, damn, my 401k. I mean, that thing just goes up every single year. I'm like, yeah, it's almost like you're putting money in it every single paycheck. And your employer's matching. Who would have thought that? Wow. You know, if you put money in your bank account every single paycheck, it's going to go up too on a regular basis. I mean, it's just like, yeah, it's amazing how that works. <laughs> so, yeah. And we already talked about fees and stuff in 401k consoles. But, yeah, it's an interesting world. <laughs> So any other interesting highlight, lowlights from doing your, your transition? No, I just feel like if you're the type of person who kind of wants to see that stuff and wants to know more, like it's really not as bad as it feels like it should be. Yeah, and it is. So, I mean, just to get started, who knows? I'm sure there'll be things that I do wrong and questions I have along the way because that's part of learning, but gotta start somewhere. I mean, I just talk about, I mean, you know, I pay attention to that stuff and look into that stuff. I have some stocks I can show you. Like, really? You rode that thing down 92%? I'm like, yeah, but it still has eight. Who knows? You know? <laughs> it might come back up. Yeah. <laughs> Granted, I think the few stocks I have on that, I didn't really invest all that much. And there's a couple of them that I get a decent amount into. And I'm just like, yeah, I really thought that company would do something. But, I mean, I also got a couple that are like, yeah, I can't believe this one. This one's, you know, four times bigger than when I bought it or whatever. I'm like, it's been awesome. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, it's just... Sometimes you hit, sometimes you don't. So, mm -hmm. I mean, what is a mistake? I'd say the biggest mistake is not trying. Yeah. So. Yep. All right. Well, we'll call that a, a wrap on our IRA, 401k IRA transfer setup. Our financial update Ooh. for retirement. There we go. Financial update. Yep. Wrap it up. Have a good night. <laughs>